0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. All right, if you have your Bibles, turn to He's enjoying our study, and we talked about some of these things, and some of you guys, if you were here on Thursday, uh, some of this is going to be uh, repeated, but it's important. I think it's important that we hear it because we're, we are doing midweek service now on Thursdays. We've done two Thursdays, and I feel like that's going really well, and uh, one of the reasons is because I'm able to be here, but uh, uh, you know, we're, we're doing some of this teaching on Thursday also, because I feel like it's that important, to tale of two kingdoms. Uh, how many knows uh, that we need to walk where God wants us to walk? And if we walk, as we, if we walk as King Saul did, and then we're controlled by the flesh, Amen. And we have a we have a Saulish spirit. If we are okay, look out! Pride, disobedience, greed. Egotistic, denial, look at your neighbor and say, it's not you, it's me. Can, can, you, imagine, can you imagine what would happen if every one of us would, would, get, would bring our own, our own life into check uh, and stop trying to get the other person lined out? Okay, you don't have to raise your hand. But just as a thought, how many, how many since your Christian life, you, you know, you've, you've caught yourself being judgmental of others and you've tried to get a person lined out for, well, Wanda's going to raise her hand, you know. Okay, go ahead. And you've tried to get someone lined out. Okay, how's that working? Has it worked for you? Right? So, So here's the deal. If we'll take care of number one, if you'll take care of that person that you look at in the mirror, and then every one of us, if I'll get myself lined out and Elder Rice gets his self lined out, and also all down every pew and every seat in the building, and then guess what? We're going to have a church that's in alignment, right? But if we're trying to get each other lined out and it's never gonna work because first of all, you're out of God's will by being their judge. Boy, that'll preach one. Hallelujah. Whatsoever, you know, we talked about this mo- this morning. What whatever you sow, Greg, Greg, Greg talked about it in the offering, you know, when you sow, how many knows when you sow, you just can't outgive God. The more you give God, it just the more he gives you back. I'm Listen to your pastor. That is a, a law that works. Yeah. The law of sowing and reaping. It works. Somebody shout, it works. It works. Okay. Jesus said, and I'm going to get to Saul here in just a second. Jesus said, with, when it comes to judgment, with whatever measure you meet, that same measure is going to be measured back to you. The scripture also says, for him that shows mercy shall receive mercy. Right? So if I'm judging Dwayne, it's going to come back home to me. You know what Jesus said? He said, Get that log out of your eye. And then you'll be able to see clearly to get the splinter out of your brother's eye. So oftentimes we're trying to remove a log from some, a splinter from somebody else's eye, and we got a log in ours. Because if you get the log out of your eye, then you'll see clearly how to get the splinter out of your brother's eye. The, the, the key to doing that is through prayer for them and loving them. And when they talk about you or someone else, you love them. Oh, this is good teaching, isn't it? We're going to turn the world upside down. Listen, we got, we got, we got to start at home and we got to get ourselves straightened out. Check us, Lord. Search our hearts. See if there's any wicked thing in there. I'm speaking that, every, that, that pride is going to be gone in Jesus' name, that jealousy is going to be gone. In Je- come on, somebody. Come into your This preaching is unusual. I know that. I'm preaching differently than I have probably ever had have. But here's the deal. We're going to speak that pride, envy, jealousy, Greed, all of these things are gonna be eliminated from the church, amen? So the church can come into alignment with the word of God and we can advance the kingdom of God the way we're supposed to. Listen, the difference between Saul and David was David sinned just like Saul, but David knew how to repent. David was a man, you know, there's so much. I have so much in these notes. I've took so many notes, and I don't know how in the world I can get all this stuff out to you. But the scripture says that when God, you know, God planned to give the people a king. He planned to give them a king before they asked for a king. They just weren't ready for a king. Yeah. Read, this, read the Bible, Genesis 17, I think, Genesis 31. He planned to give them a king. They just were not ready for a king. And so they said, give us a king that so we can be like other nations. But the scripture says that God was looking for a man that was after his own heart. David was a man after his own heart. You know why David was a man after his own heart? Because David knew how to go back and say, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit. Yes, I have sinned, but I'm calling upon you, God, for forgiveness, That's what God is looking for. Somebody, oh, you got to hear me this morning. Somebody that walks in humility. Somebody that walks in repentance that has a repentant heart that walks humbly before God. Are y'all with me? If you receive it, say amen. First Samuel, let's go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's going to change me. That's good preaching, Pastor. Thank you for sharing it. I'm talking to myself. righty, where are we? Where are we? Let's go to Samuel, Samuel 9 first. Go to 1 Samuel 9 first. I don't know how much of this we'll get, but we're gonna get some of it into you. 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 21. Samuel, the people cries out for a king. they got to have a king. Make us a king. You know, you, know, you know what the crazy thing was? You know what the crazy thing was, Tillman? They said, give us a king that he may fight our battles, that he may fight for us. Guess what? They had God fighting for them. God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness. They had God fighting for them. Why, why, if we have God fighting for us, why do we want something? That, you know, What else do we need? Why are we looking to other things? So God says, okay, you want a king. Guess what? You're going to get a king. 1 Samuel 9. Samuel goes to Saul. and Look what Saul says. Saul answered and said, Am am not I a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes. Everybody say smallest. Smallest. Benjamites, tribe of Benjamin, this was the smallest tribe. Am I not of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least. Everybody say the least. The least least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin. Why are you speaking to me? So, So so Saul says, First of all, I'm the smallest, I'm of the smallest tribe. And then my family is, in addition to that, is the smallest of this tribe. We're considered the least. Why are you talking to me? That's who God wants. God wants those that consider themselves. Can I read you something? Hold on. We'll read it in just a second. Don't let me forget it. First Samuel 15. Skip over now. Saul was asked to destroy Amalek. I know we've been here for a while, but my goodness, we're going to stay here till we get it. Is that okay? Somebody say I receive it. Somebody say I want to get it. First Samuel 15, look at verse 3. <clears throat> He was instructed to go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy, destroy all. Somebody say, destroy all. Destroy all. Come on, say it again. Say, destroy all. destroy all. All that they have and spare them not. Bo- slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, and sheep, camel, and ass. Skip to verse 7. And Saul smote the Amalekites all the way to Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Am- uh, Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag. And the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile in refuge, that they destroyed. Somebody shout disobedience. disobedience. We're going to see some attributes of Saul. Come on, say it and say disobedience. disobedience. Then came the word, the word of the Lord and the Samuel saying, "It repents me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he's turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments." And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place and has gone about and passed on and gone down to Gilgal. Back up just a second. You understand that before this all took place, God God told Saul to wait for the prophet Samuel when he's at Gilgal. He said, wait for Samuel to come. And when Samuel comes, you're going to be able to offer up an offering unto the Lord. Samuel was, had tarried, oh, y'all gotta hear this, but Saul, Saul didn't wait on the prophet. He didn't wait on Samuel, and he went ahead and, and through the flesh offered up an offering unto the Lord. Let me tell you something. Anything that we do in the flesh, and we don't wait on God's instruction, and we don't hear the prophetic voice of the Lord, it's a fleshly offering, and a fleshly offering receives a fleshly blessing. That's why the church sometimes is just always blessing the flesh, and they're not blessing the spirit, and what the, and there's no fruit that remains. Are y'all hearing me? Do y'all love this kind of teaching? If you do, say amen. We're gonna make, make a strong army. How many wants to be a strong army? I'm about to blow up up here. How many wants to walk? How many walks according to the principles of God? And not just be a not just be a religious social gathering church service on Sunday morning that comes in and says, Bless me, Lord, bless me, Lord. It's all I ever hear. Come on. We need some people to say, I'm gonna walk according to the word of God. I'm gonna walk according to the kingdom of David. I'm gonna walk, I'm gonna set up the kingdom just like David did, and I'm gonna say, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're gonna provide a, a th- throne for Jesus. I, uh, Elder, I'm trying to build this stuff and get to where I need to go, but you got to see, order, if we're going to make a throne for Jesus, we got to have a spirit of humility and a spirit of repentance because if we don't, it's going to be man's throne, it's going to be Saul's throne, and guess what? He got rejected from being king. Somebody's going to have to help me. Come on, Elder. Somebody's going to have to help me. I'm about to run around this building right now. Uh, Saul's kingdom was brought down. God said he repented God. had set him up in another place, and I'll get there in a second. He said, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, I have rejected you from being king and that's why people can't walk in kingdom rulership today because they won't walk according to the word of the lord if we'll walk according to the word of the lord god is going to bless these people and he's going to bless us with his king i don't care what the economy says i don't care who's in the white house if we will walk according god's promises are yes and amen i've read the end of the book and we are going to be victorious that's the word that's the word. Somebody needs to give God praise for His Word. If we'll walk according to the Word, not solace, selfish, ambition, don't just get self out of the way. Good preaching. I'm done. I said everything I need to say right there, probably. What do you think, gentlemen? I want this. Hey, 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 Where we at? He wouldn't wait on the Lord. Francis, he wouldn't wait. I'll do it myself. I'll offer an offering and I'll sing a song and I'll preach a message and I'll preach a sermon and I'll play an instrument or I'll build a church or Itself. Flesh. Somebody say amen. Samuel came to Saul and Saul said unto him, Look what he says, verse 13. Samuel came to Saul and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Liar. Right? Samuel said, How come I'm hearing some sheep? You're saying one thing, but you're doing another. Do y'all love me? Yeah. Why do I hear these sheep? If you're, if you're saying you're walking with the Lord, why are you still going back into cycles of disobedience? Why are you still looking at stuff you shouldn't look at on the internet? You're saying one thing, but I hear another. You know, you 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 want to give God? You say I'm, you know, I'm doing this on Sunday morning, but what are you doing on Monday morning? Amen. Saul said, "Well, they." Everybody say they. Why do we always say they? Find somebody else to blame. They, well, they, you know, Aaron. Did, it's, it's, it's it's that denial spirit. It's that place blame spirit. Aaron did the same thing, you know. Moses was up on the Moses up on the mountain with Joshua, and, and he's he's tarrying for a little while, and then they start complaining. The people start complaining. God, you know, God's brought us out here in the wilderness to die, and, and what are we going to do? So so Aaron Aaron gets, tells all the people, bring all your gold. They bring all their gold in. They make this golden calf, right? And then Moses comes back down off the off the mountain. And and Joshua, young people, Joshua was with him, right? That's why he was a successor to Moses. Moses come back down, and he hears he hears a party going on. He hears and he says, "There's there's a, there's a noise in the camp." Joshua says, "No, it's not where They're they're partying." He get down there and they got this golden calf, and he walks up to Aaron. He says, "What's what's up, guy? Well, you know what's going on here?" He said, "Well, he said he said the people just brought me their gold, and we he said we threw it in, and this calf just came out." No? Somebody say me. Come on, point to yourself right there. Say, it's me. I'm the one that needs to change. Are y'all hearing the word? All right, here we go. They have brought them from the Amalekites for the people spared the people They spared the best of the sheep and the box and the sacrifice of the Lord thy God and the rest we have utterly destroyed. (laughs) You notice he wanted to place blame and then he said the ones we did restore, we did that. that. Include me on that. I want the blessing. The good stuff. Don't place me in there with the, 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 what God's disobedience, but the one little part that I obey, that was me. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I love this. Good preaching, man. You know why I said that? Because I'm loving it. It's pre- I'm preaching to myself. Then Samuel said unto Saul, stay and I'll tell you what the Lord has said. Here's arrogance. Verse 16 has arrogance, pride. And he said, say on. You got to read that. If you study it deeper, it's like, "All right, man, go ahead, say on. I'm I'm, I'm ready. How many's ever done that for? All right, go ahead, say on." And Samuel said, "Oh my goodness, here we go. We're not. We probably won't get past this part." And Samuel said, "When thou was little, in thine own sight." That's when you were made the head of the tribes of Israel. And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. When you were little, in your own eyes, amen, when we walk, when we walk, Humbly, in humility. It's a perfect attribute of Christ. The scripture says that God highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. Yet he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So basically, he really did have a name that was above every name. When the woman was being stoned, uh, you, you guys know the scripture, the adulterous woman and the, and the religious leaders were going to stone her, and Jesus uh, stooped over and wrote in the sand, and then Jesus looked at him and said, let him that was without uh, sin cast the first stone. Do you understand? Jesus could have stoned her. Yes, absolutely. Ernie, because he was the only one in there without sin. He could have said, let, every, let him who's was without sin cast the first stone. Oh yeah, that's me There's no sin found in him But yet he humbled himself And he died Unless a a seed falls into the Unless a seed dies And falls into the ground It can't bring forth fruit Unless we're willing to die to ourself, and it doesn't matter. You got to understand. We got to come to the place. And and there's been times in my life that I thought I was there, Mickey. I thought I was at that place, but then the Lord showed me you really wasn't there because you was trying to tell everybody you were there. If you have to try to prove to people that you're there, you're not there. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because God will. He will. He will lift you up. You don't have to tell people. You don't have to let people know that you're walking in humility. Humility's not getting over in the corner and hanging your head and saying, oh, poor, poor, pitiful me. You know, I'm just gonna make, barely make it to heaven and have a cabin in the corner. That's not humility. That's false humility. Real humility prefers your brother over yourself. Real humility says, I'd rather see you blessed than me blessed. Real humility, Greg, would buy a meal like you said for someone when you, when you really didn't, maybe you didn't have the money, but you would buy it for them before you would eat it yourself. Is anybody with me? Do y'all love your pastor? Help me preach. When you were little in your own eyes, pride. Somebody say pride. Pride leads to all kinds of other sins. Saul was a Benjamite. He started modest. Give me a couple more minutes. But he didn't finish well. David served Saul. Saul was jealous of, da- of David. Come on, let's get this picture. We're, we're contrasting the two. Don't, don't lose me here. I want you to see this before we, go, before we dismiss today. Saul was jealous of David, but David served Saul. You with me? Somebody say Amen. Saul's kingship was self-determination and not God-led. Saul's kingship came from a committee meeting, not a prayer meeting. Amen? Are you with me? If you're with me, say amen. The people wanted an earthly king, not a heavenly ruler. Say amen. Are you seeing what I'm showing you here? David submitted to Saul's authority. Do you understand? David could have killed Saul twice. But he didn't. Because he submitted to the authority of the king. Are y'all here? In 1 Samuel 15, 26, the scripture says, let's look at that real quickly. Verse 26 of our text. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king. God rejected Saul. Now, turn to 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel chapter 7. Verse 16, oh, man. Okay, here's, here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to close here, but I want you guys to see something. Do we want to provide a throne for the flesh, or do we want to provide a throne for the Lord? I think the answer is obvious. Okay, we've got we to take the right approach, right? Now, do you see the scripture? Okay, David, here's the key. Here's the key. David walked in humility. <clears throat> Everybody shout humility. Come on, come on, say it again. I want you to get in your spirit. Everybody shout humility. humility. David walked in repentance, right? Everybody shout repentance. repentance. He was willing to repent before God. God sought for a man after his own heart. The reason he saw that David had a heart after God is because even in his mistakes, when 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 uh, when Samuel confronted Saul, there's so much stuff. Or when Samuel confronted Saul, Saul blamed the people. Amen. When Nathan confronted David, David said, It's me. I have sinned. He took ownership you got to take ownership of your sin if you don't take ownership of your if you don't become, if you don't become responsible for for your mistakes and your sin you're headed for trouble we got to take ownership and we got we to say that's me amen and then and then ask God to forgive us and get it out of it I'm not talking about walking in it I'm talking about you gotta, you got to own up to, to what's inside of you. And you've got to understand when you need help, when you need to change. Amen. I we've got to be responsible for who we are. But God rejected Saul from being king because Saul walked in the flesh, and Saul wouldn't repent, and Saul had pride in his heart. On the other hand, David was, was a man who walked humbly. David committed adultery with Bathsheba, and this wasn't just a one-night thing. This was an ongoing thing. How many knows, how many knows that don't just happen? Oh, that's good preaching, pastor. You better get to keep your mind in the right place because if God starts, to, or if the enemy starts trying to lure you away, and I mean David should have been out there fighting with the, with the army, but he was at home. Well, come on now. If we're, if we're fighting and doing what God has called us to do, we don't have time to be get, letting our eyes wander somewhere else. Come on. That's right. Ooh, this is good preaching, ain't it? Yes. But... We know that David committed adultery and he committed murder, but he walked in humility and he had a, God, he had a heart after God and he repented. Now, now let's see what happened with David. It's 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel 7, 16. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established. Three things here, his house, his kingdom, and his throne. Oh, Glory. Sure, I don't have time to get into all this. His throne, everybody say his throne. When the Jews, when they're looking for for a king and Messiah to come, they were looking for one that was gonna sit up on the throne of David, right? So what David was doing through his his heart after God, his humility and his repentance, he was he was preparing. Even though David messed up, do you, do you understand? He's still known as the greatest king ever of Israel today. David knew how to do it. When he went down to face, and we're going to preach that. I, I'm dying to preach it right now. But when he went down to face the giant, amen, all, everybody was scared to death of this giant, this little shepherd boy that had been out there in the field. Even when Samuel came to anoint David, David was out in the field and he went through all of his other bigger brothers, amen, before he said, don't you have any more? Yeah, we got one more. He's a little old ruddy boy. He's out there in the field. Go get him. He's the one. And God said, he's the one, anoint him. And you understand, he was anointed king when Saul, Saul was the king, but David was... Oh, y'all ain't hearing that. I said he was anointed king. Samuel poured oil over his head even though Saul was still holding the office, but God had somebody in the waitings, amen, that was going to take the throne. Oh, y'all ain't hearing that, amen. And he, he goes, and Samuel, Saul even, even offers, uh, I'm too far in, elder. Saul even offers to say, You can use my armor. And he says, no, I can't use your armor. I haven't proved that. That's the armor of the flesh. You fought in the flesh. But I'm gonna tell you something, the armor that I have, because even when he came up against Goliath, he said, you come against me with a spear and a sword, but I come against you in the name of the Lord and the armies of the living God, the hosts of the army of the living God. This day, I'm gonna have your head. This day I'm gonna have your head. See, that's, that's the kind of attitude. And see, David was preparing a king, a kingship. And see, we're supposed to walk. Come on, we're supposed to walk in that kingship because God never intended for man to have a physical. This wasn't about Jesus coming and setting up a literal kingdom. It's the kingdom of God. And it's not, that's why David brought out 24 hour worship in the Old Testament. I'm a mess. Y'all love me? Where's my keyboard player? Get up here. How many loves Tyler. Yes. And we appreciate Tyler. Yes. Come on, give me your best, man. The best you got. Pulling out all the stops. Hallelujah. Are you ready? I've already had two closings, right? Somebody say house, house. Kingdom, kingdom and throne. throne now look at acts 230 we we missed this you got it jacob therefore being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins according to the flesh he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne which throne pastor? the throne of David And, and, and if you don't get anything else from this word I want you to get this That he wants to sit up on the throne of your heart. That's the throne. And and the only way we're going to provide the throne of David is if we walk in humility and repentance. That's how. And we're after God's own heart. Do y'all ever see that? Do you get that? Say, we got it. That's why when you read in Matthew chapter 1. If you read in Matthew chapter 1. Man, there's so much. There's so much. And you look at the genealogy of Jesus. Go to Matthew 1. We're not going to read it all, I promise. Matthew 1. Matthew 1. We're not going to read all these. Let's read verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And it starts with the begats. It starts with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Skip down to verse 6. And Jesse begat David the king and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah right and then if you continue to go down and then you arrive go down go to verse 13 and Jacob begat Joseph the husband of Mary of whom was born Jesus who was called Christ throne so so Jesus is a descendant, are y'all seeing that? That's why, in Revelation five, when, when John, when, when, when one of the elders brought John the book and no one's found worthy, somebody say no one to open the book and loose the seals and John began to weep and the angels and the elders said, "Don't weep, John. There is one worthy: the line of the tribe of Judah, the seed of Jesse." The root of David. So you got to see this, and I'm closing a promise. But you got to see this in a spiritual sense, Curtis. This is the genealogy. But if we're gonna if we're gonna bring birth to him, we got to walk in that spirit. We can't because because if we walk in the spirit Saul had, he's gonna reject us from being king. We're not gonna walk according to the kingdom of God. Do y'all receive that? All right, there's so much more I could talk to you about. Hallelujah! Somebody say Amen. Submission to authority brings Christ. David would not kill Saul. He submitted to authority and it ushered in the kingdom of God. Amen? You see that? All right. There's so much more. We'll talk about it later. Disobedience, pride, arrogance, denial. Amen. All those things that Saul walked in, we got to get those things out of us. Somebody say, get it out. Let's stand. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to OurFathersHouseKY.org.